Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pittsburgh Steelers have been through rookie minicamp. They now wait for OTAs and regular minicamp before a break and then training camp. What's next? What can we still expect? It just feels like the Steelers aren't done yet. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash all Steelers talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast today. We're talking about what's next for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, they are a little bit over a week away from the beginning of OTAs and then head right into minicamp before their biggest break and then training camp, which is when football, to me, officially starts. But the Steelers aren't done yet. This team is not put together. They don't have a 90-man roster They have almost all their holes filled, but there are still some that are pretty pressing and some that are very pressing and some that chances are they're going to address before OTAs or at least before training camp. And they're going to start gaining speed and a little bit of momentum as we head into OTAs and minicamp to make these moves. So what can we expect from the Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward? What is next? Well, rookie minicamp has come and gone. They'll likely invite one, maybe two tryouts to join the 90-man roster. They already signed a running back, a HBCU explosive name out of Morgan State, Alfonso Graham, who announced that he signed after a 1,000-yard mark, a 1,150-yard and eight-touchdown season. So now what? Where do they go from here? Well, everybody has their eyes on two positions, inside and outside linebacker and then cornerback. I don't know how the Steelers feel about any of these, but from their words and just from hearing what people are talking about in the building and being there at rookie minicamp, kind of getting a feel of the landscape and how the Pittsburgh Steelers are addressing things and how they concern themselves with different positions at this point in the offseason, this is what I've put together. Let's start with corner. There are still some people out there who believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers will go out and sign a big splashy cornerback in free agency, or they'll make a trade for one. I actually saw, I'm not going to say a reputable, but a, a publication put out that the Steelers are going to, or likely going to make a trade for a cornerback before the end of the summer. Here's the thing. Mike Tomlin was not open about a lot of positions, but he was pretty open about corner saying that the Steelers have no intentions to go out and sign somebody else or to make another trade to acquire someone that they are very comfortable 
with their in-house options. And those in-house options right now include Chandon Sullivan, Duke Dawson's going to get a shot. And I believe that the Steelers actually believe this former second round pick who caught on nowhere in the NFL actually has a chance. Gives me that Antoine Brooks feel a couple of years ago, a safety nickelback out of Maryland mid to late round pick who came in here and eventually the Steelers gave him a shot. That shot didn't work out. And I don't know or believe that it's going to work out for Duke Dawson either, but I believe that the Steelers are going to see what they have in this kid after a year on the practice squad. Chandon Sullivan comes to the Steelers with 30 starts under his belt in the last three years. He's obviously capable. I don't know that I'm a huge fan of his tape or his numbers. I mean, PFF gave him a small or a lower grade, excuse me, than Arthur Millette last season. And for those of you who have an issue with what Millette brought to the field, chances are you're not going to be too thrilled with what Chandon Sullivan brings to the field either. But they're going to give him an opportunity. They also have guys like Patrick Peterson that they plan to bounce inside and move around a little bit. Corey Trice Jr. is a bigger name who's played safety, a little bit of corner, can move inside, can move outside. He's got all the positions. Madri Harper is a guy who told me personally, hey, look, it, I'll move inside if they need me to move inside. I'm obviously a bigger corner, but it doesn't matter. I'll do whatever the team needs me to do. They have options, and I think the Steelers want to address those options before anything else. They're not looking for a final splash. They're looking to see what they put together and then fill the holes that they believe are still there because not everybody sees the team the way the team actually sees it. The Steelers right now say, hey, look at Yeah, we don't have a whole ton of depth at outside linebacker. We don't have a whole ton of depth at inside linebacker. We don't have a true slot corner right now, but we have options and we want to see what these options bring because not always is going out and signing somebody work out in the NFL. I mean, Arthur Millette is actually a prime example of that. He's a guy who should have worked out in the slot corner for the Steelers. He had everything that you were looking for for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It just didn't work out, which leads us to inside and outside linebacker. The Steelers are still obviously addressing both of them. And Nick Herbig for right now is the guy behind TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith on the outside. And then Mark Robinson is the guy behind Cole Holcomb and Alandon Roberts on the inside. I think the Steelers might actually bring in a rookie tryout. I've named Tyler Wilkes a couple of times. I believe he's got an opportunity if they sign him and that'll happen in the next couple of days. I'm not positive that they're going to. I'm just saying that out of the mix, he seems like the most favorable option for the Steelers, a local dude who played next door. They obviously have references with Pat Narduzzi. If they needed somebody and they needed just somebody to test the waters, he seems like the right guy. On the outside, Nick Herbig is their guy to be the third outside linebacker, and people are making a big deal out of it. Uh, insider Football insiders, I believe, named inside and outside linebacker as the Steelers' most pressing and concerning need with the remaining of the offseason. I don't know about that one. I get it. I really do. Like, you want to have four outside linebackers, but that fourth outside linebacker isn't doing anything. He's not playing defensive snaps, like, at all. So Kyle Van Noy or any of these splash signings doesn't make any sense because even if it does suit up the Steelers, it's the same thing as Bud Dupree not wanting to come to Pittsburgh on a two-year deal because he wanted to make sure that his career was pointed in the right direction. 
the Steelers aren't going out and signing a splash at this point in the offseason and saying, hey, look it, you're going to compete for the third spot, which is 20 to 25 reps a game if you're lucky. But also, if you're the fourth spot, you're only playing special teams. A veteran isn't going to say, okay, sounds good. A veteran isn't even going to consider it. And the Steelers aren't going to talk to him because they don't want to upset anybody that in the future they might have to make a phone call to. They're not calling a guy like Kyle Van Noy. They're not even thinking about a splash veteran for that spot. They're hoping that Quincy Roche turns into something because that's all they need is a guy who could come off the bench in an absolutely desperate situation and play defense. That's it. Besides that, that position is a special teamer. And a special teamer, in most instances, is just a young guy who either isn't developed enough or you're just going to hope turns into something. But chances are they're not going to. That's kind of the same thing at inside linebacker. The Steelers have a pass coverage linebacker in Cole Holcomb, but they have to hope that he turns into something and that his foot injury isn't as concerning as it sounds. If he works out, he's the answer. He's the guy for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Landon Roberts is 30 years old. I get that. You got to replace him, but they want to see what they have in Mark Robinson, and they've made that known throughout the entire offseason. Everybody I talk to tells me about how the Steelers want Mark Robinson to be that guy or the next guy for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and if Cole Holcomb does what he's supposed to do as a field general – then Mark Robinson could turn into that second inside linebacker in the future. He could be that guy that's the next Vince Williams because all you need is a thumper. You have your coverage guy. As for the fourth inside linebacker, Tanner Muse isn't going to play much defense, but anybody who's the fourth inside linebacker isn't going to play much defense. Mark Robinson last year only stepped on the field because the inside linebacker room was just that bad. It wasn't impressive at all. And even until the end of the season, Mark Robinson wasn't getting reps. The Steelers aren't going to utilize four inside linebackers unless they absolutely need to. And at that point, you consider Keanu Neal. You consider bumping him inside. You consider only playing sub packages so that you only have to have one inside linebacker on the field. There's ways around the inside linebacker position in today's NFL that make it so easy not to have a deep depth chart at that position. Muse comes in here. He's a special teams ace. The Steelers need that in their inside linebacker room. He could play special teams. He's not going to play much defense, if any defense at all. And the Steelers likely are not even that concerned about it because they have three guys, two of which they feel comfortable in, and one of which they hope turns into a very quality backup with starter-capable abilities. That's the Steelers' game plan. So what are the Steelers going to do for the remainder of the offseason or during OTAs and minicamp and then heading into training camp? Probably nothing. They might make a minimal signing here or a minimal signing there, and they might see during minicamp that they have an issue at some position. And if that pops up, then they'll make a move. But until pads come on, the Steelers are judging guys off of shorts and helmets. And that's nearly impossible to do for any team to address a depth position to say, oh, we need another guy here. How do you determine that? Because you haven't seen what any of these guys have done with actual football pads on. The Steelers get that. They're looking at this and just saying, this is our team. We'll add a couple of of guys through the XFL and the USFL who impressed us because we need 90 guys to bring into the summer. They'll do all that. They'll make sure that their roster consists of 
as many possibilities as possible. But they're not going to go make another splash. Their splash is over, at least for right now. And they're okay with that, because even if they do have a couple of holes here and there, and I believe that slot corner is easily their most pressing one, they're comfortable with the guys they have in-house to try and figure it out before they hit an alarm button and go off and continue to make moves that maybe aren't necessary. They're going to wait, they're going to see, and then they'll take it from there. For anybody holding on to the edge of your seat saying the Steelers are going to make another move, you're going to be holding on for a long time because they're probably not going to make another move until they desperately have to.